0: Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's
1: Guilty Movie Pleasures. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you should probably turn this episode off because this is not appropriate for kids. Because today we are back with a very special episode of Guilty Movie Pleasures with me, your host, Ben Bagley. With me, as always, my co-host... Jesse McIntosh. And a very special guest, the co writer of Piranha 3D, who also wrote Sorority Row, Good Luck, Chuck, and the upcoming Saw movie, Spiral. And he wrote Jigsaw, my buddy Josh Stolberg. Hey. hey, how's everybody doing? Awesome. Thank you for joining doing us, Josh. Great.
2: I am happy to be here. I love talking about my glory
1: days. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. I don't know man writing uh, a a saw movie with Chris Rock and Sam Jackson seems pretty glorious to me. Uh you're right. I'm joking. Oh, I I'm, I'm not joking in that.
2: I, act, you know, of all of the films that I've made, uh, Piranha just feels like it it hit the right mark. Yeah. You know, every movie every movie you make, you know, you feel like, "Ah, I wish it had gone this way. I wish they had cast this person. I wish I made a different decision about the third act, whatever it is. And for some reason, Piranha just kind of came out uh, in a way that was, uh, I was very proud of.
1: Well, you definitely as, can't be not proud of as, the third act, because it's the most bonkers third act I've ever <laughs> seen in a movie. Boy, do you hit
0: the accelerators when we get into the third act of this one.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what's
2: really funny, guys, is that, the, uh, is that was actually the end of the second act we chopped off an entire third act that we had written because there wasn't enough it. money to make it.
1: <laughs> I, I would, that was one of my major questions. Cause yeah. after, after watching it, this is like the fourth time I've seen it, I think. Um, yeah. and after watching it this time, I was like, it feels like more movie exists. Like before I just thought it was a fun cliffhanger. And then this was the first time watching it where I was like, I was going to ask you. So there was, what was the? Can you tell us then what the third act would have been? Since it never <laughs> oh my god,
2: I mean we're going back, we're going back ten years, so many years right now. But I, I, I can tell you that there was a different ending that had to do. Um, you know, the film was shot in Lake at ha- Lake Havasu in um, mm-hmm. L- Lake Havasu. We renamed it Lake Victoria because of uh, because of clearances because of uh, legal
1: reasons. Because no one um, wants to it, <laughs> be called no lake that has tourists. Coming ex- ex- in, wants to be ex- exactly, exactly, With killer ex- piranhas. Exactly, exactly. So there was,
2: and you can actually see the London Bridge uh, at Lake Havasu. They tore down the London, the original London Bridge in England, and and brought it brick by brick over to Lake Havasu. Oh, wow. So you can actually see the London Bridge in the background of some of the shots. That's how you can tell that it's actually Lake Havasu. But down the, uh, the, the ways away at Lake Havasu, there's also a, uh, a big dam. Um, and we had, a, we had a third act in there that had to do with uh, the killing of the piranha was with, a, uh, with electricity generated by the dam and we had this shot at the very, very end of the movie where all of these colored the, the the water gets electrified and all of these colored fish come up. I mean, obviously, it was building to in in, in huge ways past that. But um, but yeah, yeah, the uh, the the current third act of the movie Piranha 3D was actually the end of the second act in the original script.
1: Was there still uh, the reveal that they were just babies? Or was yes that yes
2: exactly that that would that was a little tag that yeah that so, was that was a little tag
1: yeah so did they yeah. fight okay so that was that on after or were they going to fight mommy and daddy piranhas in the original never product? no 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 okay. no i like where you're going though i like that
2: idea it, it, it that had always been a tag on the movie um okay. The that 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 the, that the that the piranha were actually baby piranha um but <laughs> it's so but, good yeah, and and that would've been a great a, a great way to go with the third act, but at the time we were still looking at that the the mama piranhas being the the the, the button. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so is, so
0: there was never there was never a version of this movie where they weren't exclusively trying to murder babies. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. Okay. Okay. Got it. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so, um I wanted to ask you, God, I have so many questions. Um, I wanted to ask you first a little bit about uh, your other projects, some things you have upcoming and stuff like that. Because yeah, I know yeah. with the quarantine, things have all kind of grinded to a halt. But ever since I've known you, and I've known you since 2012, I think we did Hungover Games, if I remember right. Which, by the way, Josh directed me in a little spoof movie called The Hungover Games. <laughs> right there. Where's
2: my coffee? Where's my <laughs>
1: copy? You, you don't my have copy. a copy <laughs> do, you, do you really not have a copy no i do i do i
2: do it's just up on my bookshelf
1: oh right. i was gonna say i have i bought like multiple back in the day and i was like oh, i had this idea of like sending it to casting directors and i was like there's a lot of like dick and fart humor in this i don't know if every <laughs> casting director is gonna be stoked on that so i just yeah a shelf yeah book. A shelf uh, of e- e-
2: Everybody should check out my Twitter uh tomorrow. I'll make sure I post a couple of really embarrassing photos of Ben. Oh that no. <laughs>
1: nice.
2: Maybe not from
1: the maybe not from the end credits montage. <laughs> maybe from the end credits montage. You never know. It's funny how you <laughs> and, and the end the end credits of the hungover
0: games, that's when we realized Ben was just the baby, right? Exactly. there's a bigger Ben coming. <laughs> For those
1: of you who haven't seen The Hungover Games, uh, one of the films Josh directed, uh, it was um, a spoof movie that was a mashup of The Hunger Games meets The Hangover, where the Hangover guys get wasted and wake up in The Hunger Games and they fight all the of Hollywood's tributes, all their shitty content that they throw in a ring to kill each other. And it's ridiculous and fun. And the like we were saying, though, the end credits montage is making fun of the super vulgar photos at the end of The Hangover. And now that I have kids, I'm like, oh, is any of that going to come back to haunt me when they're, like, t- <laughs> <laughs> their, their friends are, yeah. like, Googling. The, the, my, uh, they're like, yo, your dad was in this movie where he's, like, part of a human centipede? And they're like, no, 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 it's just a spoof. <laughs> it's a spoof photo. Hashtag <laughs> my dad is a human centipede. It's like, no! Exactly,
0: you know, exactly. And it does open you up to do that for real, and then you can just be like, that's part of the spoof. <laughs>
1: i I do remember though i I remember i had enough foresight to be like okay i'm not going to do that thing but i'll do this thing you know like we tag out each other for different photos yeah yeah i had yeah there there, there were there were a lot of the actors that were just like
2: anything just tell me what to do i'll do anything which was a lot of fun it really yeah
1: yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, okay I, on that
2: one. I mean, you, know, you guys.
1: <laughs> but hey, I, it was method acting. It fits the Ed Helms character I played. Uh, exactly. He's a little more cautious than. <laughs> Ed but enough about the Hungover games. If you haven't seen it, you can check it out. I think it's on Tubi or Crackle. It's all. It's all over the place. One um, of those you you i saw that you have a nightbreed tv series in the mix is that still in development yeah yeah i i I have a
2: whole bunch of stuff that i'm working on right now one is uh, you're the busiest man in hollywood (laughs) one of them is a nightbreed uh tv show um we're kind of on a, a an extended hiatus waiting for uh one of the uh, uh one of the directors that I can't name right now, but a big huge director has come on and is is excited about uh working on the reboot. Wow. So we're kind of waiting for that person to 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 to, 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 to have the op- have the time uh to 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 work on the, the project. Okay. Um I'm doing a uh I'm doing a TV show for CW Seed. Um which will either wind up on the seed or it could wind up on on the network itself as like a Halloween special. Um, but it's right. called Kappa Kappa Die. Um, we just finished it. It's a haunted a sorority spin-off? house. Was it the- it's no, it it's not it has nothing to do with sorority row. It is basically um a, a girl who is rushing um the the sorority where her sister died in the house. Um she oh. died she died in a fire rescuing a whole bunch of other, of the sisters. And we find out that a ghost is, is, uh, is killing off all of the members of the sorority. Um, nice. And it's a, fu- it's a, it's a great, it's a really amazing, fun, uh little, uh little, sh- it's, it's about, it's a 50 minutes. So it's a TV show length, um, oh. but it is, not quite safe for TV. So if they go to the network, I'm not sure exactly what they're going to do. There's a lot of blood and cussing yeah. and stuff. So, um, so I'm doing that and I've got, uh, obviously I've got spiral coming out. Um, it was supposed to come out in a couple of weeks um, on yeah. May 15th uh, with Chris Rock and Sam Jackson and Max Minghella. Um And it's a, a, a continuation of the saw, the saw storyline. Um, very 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 excited about it. It's going to be a blast. Um it looks
1: from the trailer um it looks kind of more in the vein of like a a Seven, like a more gritty focused on the investigation of it uh than I don't I haven't seen every Saw movie. I saw the first one, the 3D one, Jigsaw, and then I missed the ones in between all of those. Um but it seems like it's more focused on these police investigating a, a serial killer uh than just like the victims and like the, the gruesome torture of the game as much. It seems like it focuses on both potentially. Yeah, no, definitely. It's it's definitely
2: got a a a, a seven vibe to it. Yeah. Um um the director is Darren Bowsman, who is just an amazing director. He directed what I think is arguably the best Saw film, which was Saw 2. He did See, Saw I gotta 2. Watch three, Saw four. Oh my God, it's so, so, so good. I think Saw 2 is better than the than than the original film. Um yeah. so he's back. So he's brought a lot of his his own his own tone uh back into the franchise. And uh and working with, getting a chance to work with Chris Rock was just a dream come true. I mean, he is just a, a he's a genius, um, and uh, I'm thrilled. I cannot wait for the world to see this film. It's gonna, it's it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. So I've got that. So I've got Spiral. That's and awesome. Then, um, and then uh, I'm I am I have. Pete, uh, my writing partner Pete Goldfinger, who I write all, all my all of my horror with, um, we have two uh, scripts right now that are uh, that we're just finishing up that we've been working on for about six months now. Um, one is called Red Wedding, and it is a slasher slash horror slash crazy ass uh, um, kidnapping horror movie, which I am uh excited to to send out to the town we have not sent it out yet um and then the last so we have uh, the scoop
1: here on red wedding then is what you're saying yes we we broke the story on red wedding your new slasher kidnapping wedding flick (laughs) yeah so so
2: yeah so that 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 that's gonna go out to the town um as soon as all of this uh corona stuff uh calms down um and then we're writing another film too uh um um that uh we're playing around with chris rock on so uh so That's awesome. we're we're busy yeah yeah it's great
0: yeah it's great every it's fantastic.
1: what's what's so crazy is we've talked about this before where like i've called you up for writing advice and things like that and industry advice we've kept in touch pretty well ever since the hungover games was like this special ridiculous experience where i still keep in touch with a lot of the people from it and i was telling yeah. jesse because just he had to drive all the way over to my place to pick up the Blu-ray of Piranha 3D because he couldn't find it online, and so he drove what? all the way from Inglewood Eng- to grab it today for me. And um, and I was just telling him how like I'll call you and I'm like ah it'll probably go to voicemail or whatever, and then you pick up right away and I'm almost thrown off because you're not used to that in LA. You're like wait what <laughs> oh shit you're like available to talk and not like okay yeah yeah, yeah I gotta go. <laughs> so I just want to let people know that you're a cool dude and and I appreciate oh, that the, the advice and the the mentoring you've given me and just being an enthusiastic uh friend and and um fellow artist. Thanks man. Thank you. No, that was that was a
2: really special time. I mean, the movie itself is just silly, incredibly <laughs> it's so silly. silly.
1: It's so but, silly.
2: But it was a really really fun time and, yeah. and he, all of the actors, all of you guys just did a fantastic job. Um it was a blast. It was a fun time. It was a really really good you good experience.
1: And I did want to ask you and then Jesse, I know you had a couple of questions too. We have so many and then we'll get into the movie. because uh, I want to <laughs> wait, talk I, I, and... wait, wait, wait. Before before yeah. you do, I'm gonna break protocol for one second. And yeah. and
2: uh, R- Ryan wrote me something about uh, but I don't have no I'm on my phone, so I have no idea how to say something was wrong with my headphones. Ryan, you wanna Oh well yeah, and no, I was just in? saying if
1: you could just try not to, to have the mic scrape against your shirt, um, just or rub against your shirt. Just kinda of time bit of feedback <laughs> there.
0: <laughs> thank you ryan you're I, welcome I, I <laughs> all right can i, I can it. i tell you josh ryan ryan is uh turned his video off today because he got roasted last week for his mustache
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: I did. that's the reason his video is not
1: active <laughs> We were kind of uh, merciless on us. it's because we treat Ryan like, even though he's our producer, he's, he's younger than us, So sometimes we rag on him like we're big brothers, but really it's just the insecurity of my, my, like, kind of <laughs> aging and the fact that, um, <laughs> just, you know. I'm a little young and full of life still. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. The the two beards are ragging on my two beards. Yeah. We're, 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 we're trying to compete (laughs) here. Uh, My wife hates it. Um, So I did want to ask you though, you write a ton of TV and film and, and it seems to go like comedy, horror, 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 comedy, comedy, horror, horror, horror. Um, And that's kind of, your favorite wheelhouse it seems like is is um horror but i notice when you direct it's usually comedy except crawlspace was a horror film so do you have a, yeah do you have a preference or do you think that because both genres are similar in that you can infuse comedy in a lot of your horror and a scare is the same thing as a surprise with when you laugh you know something surprises you and you're scared or something surprises you and you laugh do you find that they go hand in hand and that's why you dig both genres or what's your what's your approach usually yeah i mean i think your 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 point
2: is really solid and it's 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 not it's not new to me that that idea of there's a very very strong correlation between comedy yeah. and horror um in the way that you're writing it's all about setup and punchline and you know for comedy the setup and the punchline delivers a a a, 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 a an unexpected uncontrollable laugh out of your body and the exact same thing that's the setup and the the build up to the scare and then the the punch line is the is the delivery of the scare yeah. um so they're they're very very similar in, in 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 uh in the way that you approach them as far as writing you know i got started in comedy uh we i i i wrote for a, for more than a decade in the studio system doing a lot of rewrites on big comedies and uh punch-ups and um uh and round tables uh and I feel very comfortable in that world, yeah. but I grew up on horror, like I was the creepy kid with the Halloween poster in my bedroom and uh and I love horror more than anything um and when I was first getting started with my writing partner uh Pete, uh who I do my horror with um we were looking for an avenue in because I had already established my career in the, in the comedy space yeah. with another partner, a guy named Bobby Florsheim, who I'm actually currently writing stuff with right now. But um, we were looking for an avenue in, and it actually started with Piranha. Piranha was our first harder script that we wrote. Even wow. though it wasn't the first one that came out. Yeah. So we, uh, we, had, a, uh, we I had a friend named J. Todd Harris, a producer who I just adore. Really, really, really nice guy. He was a producer on Piranha. He owned the rights to Piranha. And at the time, I had never written a horror film before and knew that I had no op- – there was no way for me no, – no studio was going to hire the guy who wrote for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and wrote Good Luck Chuck. to to do a horror movie but i desperately wanted to do one so pete and i got together and we wrote a spec script called killer fish um and we uh we came up with the idea for piranha um and called it killer fish and i sent it very deliberately to j todd harris saying hey this is a script I wrote. It might work for Piranha. What do you think? (laughs) And he luckily read it and loved it and, uh, and optioned the material. And that's what, that's how Piranha started. So it started from my huge desire to get into horror, my huge desire to write with, with one of my best friends of all time, Pete. Um, and, uh, and that's how we kind of backdoored our way into writing horror movies was, was knowing who owned the rights to Piranha, realizing we had an idea that might work for that. Yeah. And then the craziest thing was when they did the credit arbitration for Piranha and the WGA read all the scripts. Actually, the original Piranha, it was part of the, they call it the chain of title, which is the list of projects that that come before it. And they decided that, that Piranha had no, that's the reason why it's not based on, like it's written by, josh and pete there is no other it's not based on a john sales project it's not based on anything other than that so yeah i
1: I don't i don't remember piranha that well i saw it when i was i remember seeing it shortly after jaws when i was younger and i remember it being way gorier i just remember a couple scenes of just like people getting mauled and being like oh shit and so i don't know is there any similarity between that and your movie other than no i didn't think so. It's just Piranha, you know, in, 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 in,
2: you know, calling this a remake is sort of like saying deep suit, deep blue sea is a remake of jaws because they both have sharks Sharks. in it or that, you know, independence day is a remake of war of the worlds because they both have aliens invading. I mean, I, I, yes, I admit that certainly I knew that this project existed and they were planning on making a sequel to it. But, um, but our approach, my approach to remaking films, because I've done a few of them. I did *Sorority Row*, which was a remake. Um, I've done a few of these these projects, and my approach is always, is well, the, the other film exists, and uh, and, and Piranha, the original Piranha, was actually a really good film. Joe Dante and John Sale. I'm going mean, to watch it a, this week now. It's 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 great. It's great, yeah. and. There are things that there are there are things that they did in that film that are very um, are cutting edge. Like they kill a whole bunch of kids in that movie, and now you see that all the time. But at the but in the day, you didn't see that. Like you don't kill kids. I mean, that was like an unwritten rule. And there there's a scene with a whole bunch of kids in a summer camp getting killed. Um, And but but when we when we decided to do this, really it came from a standpoint of I'll tell you where the Piranha 3D, and this is kind of embarrassing about where it came from, yeah. um, I had seen the Tommy Lee and, uh, and uh, Pamela Anderson sex tape. <laughs> and, and in the Pamela Lee and Tommy Lee sex tape, which I was w- watching purely for, uh, for you know. Yeah, research. For research. Mm-hmm. Um, they rent a boat and they go out on Lake Havasu. And at one point, they're kind of panning along Lake Havasu, and you're seeing a zillion boats in the world in the water. And there's this cliff, and there are kids diving off the the cliff. Um, and it just kind of dawned on us, like, hey, I wasn't watching the Pamela Lee Anderson and Tommy Lee sex tape with Pete. Uh, I brought this up (laughs) afterward, but um, but I it just dawned on us, like, wouldn't it be cool? Spring break, Lake Havasu, yeah. you know, piranha in the water. Um, and you know, ripping off a little bit of Jaws in the in the meantime. What's crazy to me is, and I'm sorry I'm talking so much. No, but please. what's what's crazy to me is how similar, like you look at today and you know, when you first saw Jaws, there was a little bit of your, that you thought, ah, the mayor coming out and saying, we're not going to close down the beaches because <laughs> of, a, of a great white shark. And you're thinking that would never happen in a million years. <laughs> um, And that's what we do in Piranha also. Yeah. There's Piranha in the world. We're not going to shut down the town because, you know, this is a big sub- spring break town. And then to, last week, you're seeing Florida keep its beaches open yep. during this pandemic. And you're like, it's not fake. This is, this is what people are really like. Money trumps life. Money yeah. trumps safety. Money trumps all of these things. And you see all of these crazy people out there, um, you know, uh, g- you know, protesting against uh, the quarantine. I mean, I want to get like, my
1: hair cut. And it's not even stuff yeah. like, I want to yeah. go back to work. It's like, let me go get my hair cut. Let me go to the mall. It's like, <laughs> yeah. crazy
2: absolutely crazy and at least
1: at least with like jaws or piranha you just get out of the water and you're fine but coronavirus is it's like it follows it's invisible you don't know where it is and it can always be there
2: yeah yeah 100 percent 100
0: percent so so josh i i literally one of the questions i sent to ben um yeah as as we were preparing for this podcast was um crazy that the people who went out and did the research told everyone to get out of the water and they took the advice of the wet t-shirt contest guy (laughs) you know is there anything could could you even imagine something like that happening in real life today yeah um but yes the answer is yes that's it that's
2: it yes a hundred percent crazy yes a hundred percent
0: yeah Yeah. Um, my, my other question was uh, what, which sex tape inspired you, but we already have that one. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, I'm glad I answered that in advance. <laughs> no, no, no. What, but what I, I did have questions about, cause you mentioned a couple of different writing partnerships that you, that you write with. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm wondering sort of what, what the question. process is writing with someone else. Do you have, A particular strength that you look, or particular weakness that you look for the other person to have a strength in, or how how do you guys compliment one another? Uh,
2: You know, I've written with, uh, I've written with other partners. Um, I've I've had over the course of my career, I've had six or seven or eight different writing partnerships. Um, Pete is the one that I've been working with mostly for the last ten years, and he is one of my best friends. And and it is, it works seamlessly. You know, it's nice to have somebody that you trust and that you love. And that feels like elevates your writing, um, so that's an important part. Um, and the way that we work usually is we break the story together. So we come up with uh, with what the idea is, and and try to we just basically walk around the block and come up with 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 ideas about where the story is going to go. And then once we've locked into the story, then it's just about training pages. So. I'll write the first 10 pages. I'll send them off to Pete or to Bobby or whoever I'm working with at the time. And they'll rewrite my pages and then add another 10 pages and then send me back 20. And then I rewrite the 20 and add on 10. And it just goes back and forth. And the kind of unwritten rule is that if someone changes your material, it's because they felt like it wasn't it wasn't meant to be in the final draft. Um, and And you're not supposed to go back. The rule is, you know how like there's a rule in in when you're doing improv that you never say no. It's always yes and it's the same philosophy when you're writing with a partner where you never go back to your old material. If they've changed it and you don't like what they've changed it to, then you come up with something different. Uh, so that's kind of the that's kind of the process that we work with, um, and it allows us to also write multiple scripts at the same time so like we're writing uh, Red Wedding and this other project this other drama right now together so we're able to I'm working on one Pete's working on the other and we flip flop and then rewrite each other and flip flop and rewrite each other and that's how the whole thing gets done.
1: That's awesome that's so awesome that's what um, a buddy of mine that I write with occasionally uh, he's better at the we write horror comedy too and he's better at the scary stuff and I'm better at the jokey stuff Mm-hmm. You know, I'll literally write a scene and then write, Matt writes something scary here that builds suspense <laughs> better than Ben can. And then I send it off to him. Because I just, I, that's not a yeah. strong suit. So like, do you find that you prefer dialogue or action or both? Or is it just like, uh, it's just you guys complement each other all together? Um, no, no, we don't complement each other all
2: together. Pete is a real stickler for story. Mm-hmm. Um, When I'm working with him, he is he is a uh, militant about about uh story structure um i love i and, and he's also really great at dialogue um i love writing kills i love coming up with kills <laughs> yeah um i love writing action i love i love writing jokes um, um you know i i you know, the, the biggest issue that we have as a partnership together is that we're we both don't have a a a volume control on the <laughs> the 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 nast the craziness the nastiness the yeah. the, the dark humor um, so sometimes some of our stuff um some of our stuff sometimes needs to be pulled back a little bit um but yeah no no it's it's great to have comp- something somebody that compliments you but what's more important is somebody that that sees you understands what you're trying to do and then um and then does their best to make it better. And that's yeah. yeah.
1: That yeah. actually segues perfect into one of my questions, which was uh it's two parter. One, what's your favorite kill in the movie? My favorite kill, I'll tell you. I'll wait. I wanna hear I wanna hear. No, yours no, first. no, no. I okay. wanna hear okay. yours. I wanna see if <laughs> yours is the
2: same. I, and nice. I wanna hear
0: Jesse's too. Okay.
1: Yeah, and then mm-hmm. I guess I Jesse one. and I should tell you what we thought of it, but I, I think it's pretty <laughs> apparent what I thought of it because I feel like I feel like one of the first days on set with you, I was like, I fucking love Piranha 3D. Like, I, I remember that. Yeah, definitely. I was obsessed definitely. with this. And when this came out in theaters, I remember thinking to myself the entire time: the 13 year old Ben and me loves this so much, and the 20 something whatever I was at the time loved it too. But if this yeah. came out when I was a teenager, my parents would be like. Why do you keep renting the same movie from Blockbuster every weekend? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't. It's just good. It's just good. I just like it. It's a good movie. Yeah. yeah
2: of why is course. the middle,
1: Why is around the thirty-six minute mark like worn out on the tape? It's just a very beautiful moment with two women <laughs> swimming. It's just a ballet. Wait, can but, I can I take a, a brief detour in our conversation
0: to express yeah. my deep? deep concern for those two women and how they never came up for air and they were just down there for between five to ten minutes
2: yeah 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 they spent a full day prepping that like just like practicing the dance with like gear on in order to do it right yeah yeah.
1: what's yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, there's like a five minute nude water ballet between uh, Kelly Brooke and 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 Riley Steele. Riley I mean, Steele. No. I had to pretend that I was reading their names and that I didn't. Yeah, of course, them. of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've <laughs> never heard of these two women, but uh, so no. But uh, what's funny about that sequence is that it's it's sexy, but it's also like beautifully shot and like super. Oh. It looks like two mermaids swimming. Yeah, and
2: yeah. I remember uh, Alex, being in awe, of Alex. That. Yeah. Alex Aja. uh, Oh,
1: he's so good. The director.
2: The reason this movie works is because of the director. I mean, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, I can't sit here and take credit for all of it. You know, there were several, uh, people that came in and did rewrites on, on the script over the course of the, of the time and Alex and his, uh, producing partner Gregory did some rewrites on it also, um. And I believe the water ballet was all inside of Alex's head. Like that was, that was not in our original script. And I think it was all just, we, we actually have a document that is our very, very first just ideas for the film. Like, yeah. like just writing down, like our very, very first day of notes. And one of the first days of notes was glass bottom boats, girls swimming um, underneath. Um, wait, hold on one sec. Someone's calling me. I've got to, I've got it.
1: Oh, oh no. Oh, we lost Josh. Well, Hey everybody. Uh, until we get <laughs> Josh back, we're talking about the nude water ballet. If you haven't seen, I would love for people to comment to Ryan right now, if they have seen the movie, what they thought about it. And if you haven't, you need to track this movie down. It is one of my favorite B movies of the 2010s, if not my favorite, it hits the ground running with Richard Dreyfus in a boat fishing. And he immediately gets attacked by piranha that break out of a underwater cave and so there's an
0: earthquake right there's, there's an, earthquake an earthquake that and they
1: shoo that... him apart <laughs> right and his bloody hand is just like <laughs> like evil dead sam raimi style comes out the mm-hmm. gore in this is all by greg nicotero who worked on the walking dead it's what did you it's think an, it's it? actually like an incredible cast yeah. adam scott elizabeth shue um yeah. Uh, oh hey we're back Christopher Lloyd Christopher yeah. Lloyd's in it yeah so we were giving people mm-hmm. a little rundown since uh, we've been talking so much maybe they didn't even know anything about the movie yet um yeah, But so talking. you were
0: talking Josh you were talking about the the water ballet and the glass bottom boat
1: oh okay. I can't hear you I think the audio needs to technology <laughs> um
0: hey Josh well, yeah, I think the bottom it, left it,
1: corner it, it, Killer piranhas escape from a lake under a lake in Lake Havasu and wreak havoc on a spring break. There we go. I'm sorry. I'm
2: sorry, guys. I'm oh. really, really sorry. One That's of right. my other writing partners, Bobby, just happened to call me right in the middle of uh,
1: it, and Bobby it everything. Um, so you're telling us about your 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 list sheet. Your oh yeah
2: yeah yeah. So our very 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 first. Uh, first document had underwater glass bottom boat, boat beautiful women swimming underneath. I mean, like, that was like, from our very, very, very first yeah. document. We had the cliff scene written. We had the parasailing girl written. We had, <laughs> I mean, like, there were, like, some things that were just right there from, yeah. from our very first meeting on the project. Actually, Stupid. my, my, uh, w- one of my favorite gags in the film, which I have to say wasn't Done. It didn't come across in the film as 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 great as what I think the gag is, which was when I think it's when Riley Steele gets killed. The the beautiful porn. I love that moment. Yeah, but when she gets killed, there's a beat in the script, and you and it's in the movie, but it just doesn't pop the way it should. But she gets killed, and then her body gets like all eaten up, and then the only thing you see are her two breast implants floating. (laughs) to the top of the water, and to me, that was, like, my favorite, like, just gag. It wasn't my favorite kill, but it was definitely my favorite yeah. gag in the film, and it, do- it doesn't play as, as, as great as it should.
0: Here's one. It wait. I, I, oh, sorry. I just want to throw this out there, because uh, my wife was not watching the movie with me, but she happened to come back into the living room at that moment, and uh, having not seen the movie, that is easily her favorite part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> she... It, I, I think it might have influenced her to go back and watch the whole thing because she was like, "That is genius. That is a perfect." That's awesome. Perfect little, I, I thought, yeah.
2: I, I thought you were about to say it influenced her
1: to get breast implants.
0: Listen, we have a long road ahead of us in this quarantine. I'm not going to rule it out.
1: I, I will tell you. I felt like a nervous teenage boy watching it because I pulled out my hundred inch projector screen, put it in 3d and the nude ballet is happening last night. And like a teenage boy, I kept looking over my shoulder for my wife. To come down. I was like, I just could imagine her coming down. My wife's like seven months pregnant, just being like, what the, what are you watching? I'll be like, blame Josh, blame Josh. Um, my two, here's my top three kills I'll give you. Yeah. Tell me, Ooh. tell me. The one that made me gag when I saw it in theaters is the woman who gets her hair caught in the in the boat motor, and then it rips yeah. her hair and the front of her face off, and it's just yeah. a skull going, ah, ah, ah. Um uh, I, yeah, I love yeah. the Riley Steele kill because the with the piranha like with her going woo, woo, and then puking up the piranha, especially in three D last night because I hadn't seen it in a decade in three D. It yeah. comes right at you, and then Jerry O'Connell's reaction of "Holy shit!" is so funny. <laughs> And then yep. Jerry O'Connell laying there with no legs going, they took my penis. In fact, wait, <laughs> we have that sound clip, Brian. Can you play the they took my penis clip? <laughs> Hold on. Do we hear it? I don't hear it, but maybe the audience. Knows. There it is. Play it again. Ah! Ah! They took my penis. Uh, They took my penis, (laughs) and then his last lines before he dies are "wet, wet t-shirt contest."
2: I just so you know, I think I I think that was Jerry. I think I think that line was Jerry.
1: It looks like he's about. It looks like he's about to laugh in that moment there when he's saying "wet t-shirt contest." It's so funny. Oh wait, I'm just grabbing. Wait,
2: hold on. So. This is the the bloody ore yes. that he beats the piranha off of his <laughs> legs with. This is hanging, this is hanging. That, is that 3D for you? Oh yeah. Uh, nice. uh, um that's hanging in my office. And wait, I've and also in my office right here is um, wait, I've got to get down so I can show you. Oh,
1: I don't want is, you to injure yourself.
2: Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> this is the bloody, uh, wetsuit that Adam Scott wears. Yes. That he comes up. So that's Adam Scott's wetsuit. And then this, I was going to wear this for the podcast, but I thought it was just a little taste. <laughs> but this is Kelly Brooks's bikini on nice. the boat. And then this is Riley Steele's bikini from <laughs> the, uh, from the thing. And what else do I have of? Oh, these are uh, these are Riley Steele's shoes that she signed for me. Look at that! Yeah, and then and I got a a wild wild girls uh, t shirt that was from the (laughs) film. So I'm, I'm like, just I've got a zillion things in here from from
1: all things Piranha. So those are my top three kills. What what's your favorite? You can just give us your favorite if you don't have if you don't. Well, have does options. what does
2: Jesse have a favorite? Yeah,
1: Jesse there? yeah. So so I I would say Ben hit on two of my three favorite,
0: which uh, was the girl who gets her hair caught my in the gang. motor, and then the the one where the fish comes out of the mouth, which I'm sh- you might be surprised by Ben because uh, I have a severe aversion to seeing vomit on screen.
1: Um, <laughs> she vomits and out a piranha. Happens-
0: that happens like a little bit before, um, and I was like, "Oh no, vomit on screen!" Ben did it to me again, and then, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and then the piranha coming out of her mouth. I actually really enjoyed that because I was like, "What is what's going on with her? What's happening?" Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was it was like a surprising post kill. Um, yeah. But then I would say I would say my favorite one was the uh, the hang gliding girl who gets dipped in and then gets brought back out only <laughs> her torso. yeah
2: yeah that's uh gianna michaels who's another really famous porn star um Mm. um and uh yeah that and that and just like i was saying that scene was written yeah from the very first meeting that was that was in the very very first meeting we ever had on the project where we were just brainstorming about ideas and i think because we saw some on the tommy lee pamela lee anderson sex tape i think Should've we wait. saw some 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 parasailers in there We're I like think, all right that's good
1: i think maybe in the chain of titles or whatever it should have been written by you guys based on the tommy lee and pamela lee sex tape definitely um, definitely so, definitely but i i do want to play a couple more sound clips because we got about eight minutes here i could talk to you for hours about this um but uh what was, were there any kills or anything that the studio, because it's a very violent movie. It has a lot of sex and nudity and ridiculousness. I mean, there's like a five minute scene of Eli Roth spraying women for, for a wet t-shirt contest with a super yeah. Was, yeah, there anything, yeah. was there anything that the studio pushed back on or anything you had to edit in the writing or where they said that's too far or no? Because you said you have you, to dial it back sometimes for yourself. You
2: know, well, you know, I feel like on certain films you are constantly having to dial things back. And a lot of the time, the MPAA, it's all about tone. So, like, we get our asses handed to us with Saw. I was going to ask that, They, yeah. they, are, they are so hardcore about the R rating versus the X rating with, with Saw partly because it feels so real and it's torture and it's, and it, 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 it's visceral in a way that, that is um, disturbing. For something like Piranha 3D, they turn a blind eye a little bit because it's silly. It's funny, yeah. it's silly. It doesn't, yes, you're watching her riff, like ah, like that face getting ripped off is horrific. My favorite kill in the whole film is it's in that same sequence in that like 10 minute mayhem sequence but there's two people like dread like pulling a woman from the water onto the shore and as they're pulling her her (laughs) body just splits in two and you see um um decline is that gonna work okay good i decline this time um so, and you see the two, the the sinewy <laughs> and like
1: she keeps screaming as like, Yes, yes. And
2: then and and just then just she like, passes
0: you, out. Yeah, yeah.
2: Exactly, exactly. So you're able to do those kinds of things in a campy yeah. movie that you can't do in the other kind. So they really did not. I I, I wasn't involved in the in the MPAA uh, discussions, so there might have been stuff that had been taken out. Um, but I am, but I'm not. I'm not positive.
1: Yeah. I'm not even going to worry about sound clips because I just have too many awesome kills and stuff I want to talk about with you. Still, (laughs) Uh, did you have to do any kind of in in the was there any research in the uh, like two million year old prana lake under a lake or just making that stuff up just for? We did very little research. We did very (laughs) little
2: research. Yeah, I think I think at some point we had done some research, and I and I'm not going to know the exact amount, but like that the longest piranha the biggest piranha that's ever been caught was like 23 centimeters or something like that and we're like that's not gonna do it we need some fucking killer ass big ass piranha (laughs) so and prehistoric piranha were in the it was also in that document that i was telling you about you know what i'm gonna post that document on my website just so people can kind of like have some fun we'd love to see that and look at it um but yeah, yeah, yeah. The prehistoric piranha. Although I will say there was Chuck Russell did a rewrite of the film. He was the, he was the first director that was attached. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck Russell was attached to direct for a while and he did a rewrite of the film. And I think the underwater cave, even though the, the earthquake and the prehistoric piranha were all part of the original draft, I think he had written a scene that took place in the underwater cave where they okay. see the eggs and stuff. Um, and I think that might've come from his draft, but Melton and Melton and Dunstan, um, who I adore and who we are constant. I'm he, they, and me and Pete were constantly rewriting each other on different scripts. Um, you know, they, 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 they wrote a whole bunch of the saw films. We, they did a, they, we did a draft of a Halloween movie for Weinstein before, before it got pushed over to Blumhouse. And I Mm -hmm. think Uh, Dunstan and Melton did a rewrite of our stuff. Um, Aaron Kruger had done a rewrite of this thing. So, I mean, there were a lot of people that that had, had their fingerprints on the project.
1: I forgot actually, Second part of my favorite kill with Jerry O'Connell is um, the piranha in this movie break the fourth wall a few times, but the most, uh, the most breaking of the fourth wall. And I think the reason why, if I'm not mistaken, the silicone boobs, uh, the silicone implants floating up happens the same time the penis floats yes. up. So I think yes. this was actually the first time I saw the silicone implants because I was so distracted by a <laughs> severed penis. penis floating down. Two piranhas <laughs> fight over it. One eats it and one not only eats it in front of you, but then burps it up at camera and then eats it again. And like it's just like looking at the camera like fuck you, yep, this is what's happening. <laughs> is <laughs> you didn't it
2: think it? you had to see a, a severed penis, but now you do.
1: But yeah. now yeah. you not only have to see it severed, you have to see it like chunked and like it's like yeah, regurgitated. Yeah yeah so was that yeah. in the original script or was that added to it and we only got a you know few i don't I'm i curious don't where remember. That from
2: i don't remember that might have been that might have been an alex thing I, that might have been an alex and gregory thing i don't remember what draft <laughs> that, that was so bonkers the film but yeah that was just fucking nuts i mean just crazy <laughs>
1: absolutely crazy it has For anyone who hasn't seen this movie, I'm kind of glad we didn't talk too much about the specifics. I hope we've given you enough of a taste of how bonkers it is because once it hits, I clocked it, once it hits minute 45 it's like insanity from that minute forward. Yeah, And there's enough kills throughout. It's paced so well and when it's not a kill, it's something funny or it's Jerry O'Connell being ridiculous. So you guys do a really great job of not falling into the tropes of most creature features or slasher films where you're just bored to tears for the first 40 minutes and then like finally kills are happening you pace out kills so well and you make characters that are ridiculous and fun it's 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 one of my favorite b movies i've ever seen it's awesome
2: Th- thank you thank you yeah no i'm i'm i am incredibly as ridiculous as it is i'm incredibly proud of it and was really happy i mean the crazy thing is when you look at all the films I've made, and this is the the, the besides maybe the Hungover Games. It's one of the most silly the most silly <laughs> films that yeah. I've made, and yet the cast is incredible. You got Sting yeah. Rames and Elizabeth Shue, and I mean it is it is wall to wall amazing actors and and a, and and a, and a film director Alex Aja, at really the top of his game when yeah. he was when he was making this film. It's uh, yeah, it was uh, it was kind of, it was a real it was a joy
0: to be a part of.
1: So awesome. Well, I think we do. Oh yeah. no, Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it, it, buddy.
0: I just had a, I just wanted to piggyback a little bit on what Ben was asking. Cause the, what it felt, the beach scene, what it felt like to me almost was inspired by uh, like war movies. It was, it played out very much like a scene from a war movie, um, especially like the duration of it and how relentless it was. (laughs) Did you have any of that in your sort of like floating around in there also?
2: yeah yeah no definitely i mean we had always known there was that we needed the 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 huge scene of mayhem um i think in our draft it was it wasn't positioned where it was in the film and i think alex made a really good decision to put that like basically at the midpoint of the film um to to make you realize holy shit i can't believe i just saw that where else can this possibly go yeah and then it then it goes in a more personal place I look at it it's they're very similar to the way that they did uh that Tom Cruise zombie movie where where your second act is the or Brad Pitt. Uh Brad Pitt, sorry. Yeah, yes, World War Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. War yeah. Z, yeah. Where act two was just like the insane, I can't get any bigger than that. And then your act three is to bring it back and make it more personal and make it yeah. about, you know, the Elizabeth Shue character trying to get her her son back and and all of those so but yes, yeah, that was. I, I love your uh, Jesse. I, I I love your your suggestion that that's a lot like a war movie because it really is. Your 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 people are witnessing things they've never witnessed before. <laughs> the the audience just included
1: falling into the and they're all fucked. It's so crazy. We oh do my ha- god! We do have to wrap the show, uh, Josh. Thank you so much for joining us, man. It's so I good to absolutely see you.
2: loved it. I love your guys' podcast. Keep it up. Can't thank wait you. to hear. Find some more movies, some more deliciously uh, yeah. Ooh. Um, crazy film. Do you, film. you yeah, have any
1: that, uh, recent horror films you've seen to recommend our audience? Anything you've, you've dug lately? There is a movie on Shudder, um, which is a horror Netflix. <laughs> oh, it's like it. Shudder
2: is like the, the horror Netflix. Jam. There is a movie called Revenge.
1: It's awesome. I saw that in theaters.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck. Yeah, That third act, that last 10 minutes. Is one of the the craziest things I've ever seen in my life, and it's brilliant. It's so good, absolutely brilliant.
1: Yeah, I love it. So,
2: yeah, I would. I that that that's my that's my 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 listener pick.
1: Fantastic. Where can they find you uh, and see all your work, your photography you do, and your my uh, my Twitter
2: and my Instagram are both just my name, which is Josh J O S H Stolberg. Um, S T O L B as in boy E R G at Josh Stolberg, um, and I I try to really keep up with the Twitter people and try to write back when people ask questions.
1: Yeah, you're really um, and, good about uh, that. i really I notice that a
2: lot. Throw up a lot of uh, of my photography, a lot a, a lot of, uh, of of things like the underwater ballet.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then I've been I've been when when is Renee going to come model for
1: <laughs> me?
0: <laughs> jesse where can they find you uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at too much jesse for sketch at the prom losers
1: and you can find me at the ben begley on twitter and instagram you can find us at guilty movie guys make sure you leave a review on this on itunes make sure you retweet this leave a review on youtube let us know what you thought of piranha 3d what other josh Stolberg classics you've seen or you're looking forward to and until next time what is your guilty movie pleasure